we're going to talk about situations where you can't get to your shofar for halachic reasons, therefore not going to blow them. We've already said that on Shabbos, we're not going to blow. We're afraid of a chil Shabbos midoraisa, of perhaps you'll come to carry Daladamas and Rosh Hashanah um, But now we're going to have things that are durabundant dur- situations where, again, the, the, the uh, shofar is inaccessible for rabbinic reasons, and therefore, too bad we're not blowing shofar because of that. So that's, that's the topic here. So Mishnah Ches says, Shofar um, Rosh Hashanah, if you have a shofar, Ein ma'avir nalav es You can't carry it through the tchum. We learn here that, that the tchum, the idea of 2,000 almost outside of the city, um, is a place you can't carry. We'll learn now it's, it's a durabanan. There's some discussion to that, but in any case, so that we're talking about if violating, carrying out of, from out of the tchum into the tchum, from out of town into the town, bring the shofar, will be a violation of Shabbos midurabanan, um, and therefore you can't do it, Arab notwithstanding. The ain mafkina love esagal, and you can't like dig it up out of a mound. Meaning, if like the shofar is the bottom of a pile of rocks, so your problem would be mutza. So you can't dig it out now. You know, if, I don't know if, if the storeroom collapsed and you got a shofar at the bottom of it, you can't move the mutza rocks. It's stuck under the pile, and therefore you won't blow shofar. Velo olin ve'ilan, you can't climb a tree to get it. If someone's hidden their shofar up in the tree, you're a very naughty child. So then um, you can't climb the tree. Again, the rabbis forgave, forbade climbing trees unless you come to. Of the branches, which is also from the Raisa. Okay, can't use trees on Shabbos. Ve'ein roch and al gabi behema. No riding on behemas. We discussed machamer. Also, we'll learn it for now as a durabanan riding an animal, lest you come to pull off a, a twig to hit the animal. Did we answer the question? Someone asked a question about the Raisa and durabanan. Did we discuss that about riding animals? I remember someone asked a good question. Did I ever explain it? I don't get to this, to this second. Do you remember that I said that the rabbis? We said we learned two things, which seems to contradict. One place we said you can't to derive it to make your animals work, and another we said it's there's a derabanan you can't ride animals unless you have to pull off a twig to hit the animal. Someone asked, wait a second, when you derabanan for if you have a derise already? Does someone remember that question? Did I explain the answer in class? Okay, I don't, okay. After the, let's finish the mission. I'll just revisit it for a second. Um, okay, this is a derabanan issue. Um, Below Shatin Al Panayamim, you can't swim on the water, make a boat on the water, you can't cross the water, unless you make a boat. Um, so no swimming on Shabbos, but they're abundant. And you can't chotech is to cut it. In other words, you can't basically cut off the head of the animal <laughs> on, on Shabbos, on Yotif, for that matter. Um whether it's in a way that's only Zurabun in nature. So then, remember, any time that you're not doing it in the normal way, it's, it's a durabanan. So let's learn that you, well, you're using like a harvesting, like a, a sickle, <laughs> a sickle, which is used for harvesting, not for cutting things of animals' heads, and you use that to cut off the horde, only durabanan, but still that would be asr. Nor goes that saying, you can't use something that is a violating a Torah. Isser. The Torah is would be, would be, anyone can think of what it would be? Cutting the horn of the animal's head would be a tolda of gozes. Like remember, we said cutting off the hair or the finger, fingernails. We said so cutting off the horn is also no good. So that you can't do in a normal way. It's a focus what tool you use. If it's going to be a knife or a saw, I mean, frankly, what difference does it make? Whatever's normal is the doraisa, but even the durban is asar. If you want to put water or wine to rinse out the inside of your shofar, that'll make it sound better. 
right? So then you could. The Havlin is Makhba Fatish. You're basically making your shofar now blowable. The answer is no, the shofar can be blown without rinsing it, therefore it's not Makhba Fatish. And even though you are like, there's an issue of Tikkun Kli, you're fixing enough to make it better, even so, the Mishabura brings that, that, um, that, it's like not really nikra. Like, what are you doing already? Just pouring water. It's not like uh, you're not really fixing something. You're just pouring water in and washing it out. So that's not a problem. No problem there for that. You could do to rinse it out. Um, yeah. Mishnah continues on as if it be a new Mishnah. Ein ma'akvin. I mean, meaning like a new new topic here. Ein ma'akvin es atinokus melitzkoa. You shouldn't stop the children from. You don't have to stop the children from from practicing with the shofar even on Shabbos. It's not a problem. Let them have a good time and learn. It means children who. If it's talking about Shabbos, talking about children who, uh, even though, even if they come to Chinuch, you're allowed to, I believe. That's what it says. Even if they come to Chinuch, they can learn. Oh, strangely enough, you can even be misasek. You can even like uh, like help instruct them on how to blow. Very surprising. So the explanation given, the Barthanur says uh, that that. Um, the reason why the rabbis were made a takana not to blow shofar on Shabbos is because once you have like the burden of fulfilling a mitzvah, then you're like you're a little nervous and you do things that you shouldn't be doing and then you don't think, and therefore you break Shabbos. But here, where you're just practicing anyways, as though you're not going to be machal Shabbos because you're like you're, you're with her about you, you're not you're not feeling the pressure. There's also something similar in uh, Hilcha Shabbos. We talked about refuah. We said remember preemptively there's no problem because like you're not. Under, under a panic or removing other, a burning building the guy's not losing his stuff is calm they're not going to break Shabbos it's the people who are under pressure that you know when you're under pressure that's when you do things that you shouldn't do so <laughs> teaching the kids is going to be okay but don't think the rabbi left there for the obvious back door for you to be able to blow shofar on Shabbos saying oh, I'm just being misasek no if I'm misasek lo yatsa if you're practicing and playing around with it you're not yotzi blowing a shofar I have to discuss the issue of Kavana, no kavana, srichas kavana. We pass in mitzvah srichas kavana, deraisa. So it means you're blowing for the sake of teaching, not for the sake of filling a mitzvah so that you can't be yotzi. That's how we learn, right? Falacha. Veshomea mina misasek liyatsa. And similarly, if you hear the, uh, the, the teacher teaching the, the students, don't think that's a backhand way to fulfill your mitzvah if you're shofar on Rosh Hashanah, despite the rabbi saying not to blow it on, shofar, on Shabbos. Because if the guy's just being misasek and having kavana timotzi, which he can't, because that's usher, so then you won't be yotzi anyway, so there's no loophole to be yotzi hearing shofar on Shabbos.